So you're probably saying to yourself, like, I think I can start my own podcast. Well, one thing you need to do right now is download this free app called Anchor. It's free. All the tools you need to literally record right from your phone is right on this app. And anyone that listens to Spotify, Apple, and many more will be able to listen to your podcasts. And you don't need to pay anything. It's free and everything is right here. So please download this app and get your podcast going. Bye. Oh, hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, my chair's going to creak. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? It's creaky. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, no, 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 let me wait. Good evening, good evening, everyone. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I have my lighter, got the candle. Got the vibes, because we about to go deep. About to go deep. Talking about mental health with Sarah Evolve. She's in here. But you know, if I let her in, we got to warm warm up the crowd. We got to warm it up. Hey, Kadeem. Have to warm it up. So I'm going to let some more people come in. This smells so good. Hello, Judith. Sandal, wood, and vanilla. Shout out to Bay for finding this scent. Smells really good. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Like the candle. All right, welcome to Girl Talk Live. My name is Shayna Mariah, your lovely host. And then along tonight, well, who will be joining, joining me tonight is Sarah Evolve, and she is a licensed psychotherapist, creative entrepreneur, and speaker. For over a decade, she has walked alongside the woman she served with empathy and insight. Known as a disruptor of unhealthy narratives, she utilizes her practice to help women heal, grow, and evolve in a supportive space. 
So you know, before I let her in, I gotta, I gotta, we gotta warm it up with a song. So she picked this perfect song. Hello, hello, hello. She picked this perfect song, and it's um, by Glenn Lewis called "Don't You Forget It." So I'm gonna take these headphones off. And <laughs> we already know how it goes before Instagram tries to shut us down for copyright. We're just gonna let it simmer, let it play. And the emoji that I need to see dropped in here so we can let Miss Evolve know we're ready. Here it goes. Give me one. Let me find it. it always Apple wants to act funny it's not letting me find the emoji Give me one second. Oh, here it goes. Here goes the emoji that's going to be used to warm up the crowd. Here we go. I'm posting it right now. Far away from the life so young, that's when you used to know. Been daydreams since then, you've had them come and gone. The time I show, but stress, don't you let it, don't you forget it. Trust you'll find your weed love, hope it's what your heart is made of. And don't you forget it, don't you forget your weed home. But that little girl, hold on to your love, and don't you forget When life was dark, understanding what it means to have God, nothing but your heavy, broken heart, memory of what used to be, where change comes responsibility, don't forget where you are, ain't where you've been, life's lessons and made you into woman. And don't you forget it, don't you forget your way home From that little girl, hold on to your love And don't you forget it, don't you forget your way home For that little girl, hold on to your love All right, all right, all right About to get this mental health talk started. Sorry for my creaking chair. <laughs> 
Hello, how are you? Where you? Can you hear me? I'm gonna um actually put this on. Yes, I can hear you. How's everything? Good about yourself? I'm good. <laughs> so excited. Yes, me too. I was like, yay. <laughs> It's happening. <laughs> yes. I was looking forward to this. Right. I, I lighted a, a nice candle scent just to warm up the vibe. I see. <laughs> I see. I love candles. Listen, so my um so my boy like we were fighting over a candle scent, right? And then uh -huh. he see we thought it was the last one. So I was like, I'm taking this. And Aww. then and then I opened it because it smelled so good. So I was like, I want this for myself. Okay, but he found it. yeah, he found some more. So I was like, okay, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> no, I collect candles. I just it's like it's something about like when you find the perfect scent for your house or mm -hmm. wherever you are, it just like sets the mood. So. It does. It does. Yeah. All right, all right. So I want to know three fun facts about you. Ooh, three fun facts. Okay. Um, I love to dance. Although I've been told I ain't got no rhythm, but nobody got. But I love to dance. Um, what else? Um, what else? I love to cook. And I love BBC comedy, so British comedy. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. That's the first. I never heard that before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I need to. I need to check that out. It's. I mean, I think it's funny. So <laughs> I don't know. Some people be side eyeing me. Oh, what is that? That's not, but I love, yeah. You see, British comedy is like, I don't know, it's something different about it. That's okay. So. Because you know what's so funny? Um, you know when you're so you like you're into something and you tell people like, hey, like check this out, they're just looking at you like yeah. this, this she it. like that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's what's up. I like that's cool. I never heard that before. Now mm -hmm. once I please, once we get off the side of the spot to go on YouTube real quick, I'm like, hold on, let me find something. Yes. <laughs> All right. So who so we know Instagram, you know, is like a big infomercial. It tells us what we need to know, what we think we need to know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the algorithm just pushes it back in our face. What is the true definition of mental health? From your, Ooh, from my perspective, I can yes. be prepared. Okay, <laughs> hey, kudos to you for actually like you know um, giving me everything ahead of time because I really wanted to come prepared for everybody. Okay. Um. So, but yeah, from what I gathered is like mental health is it's it's basically like physical health, mm -hmm. but instead you're um, focusing on the mind. So it's. Basically, um, it includes it, um, our psychological, our emotional, and social well-being. Mm -hmm. And um, our mental health, it affects the way we feel, um, the way we think, and the way we act. Uh, yeah. Because I, I, um, I work in the substance abuse and mental health field, and mm. it's just like... <laughs> you saw my eyes. <laughs> like, I need therapy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, somebody help me. But it's just, it's crazy how everything, like, coexists. 
you know, and it's just like, you ne you don't, you don't think mental health is important until you're like, why, why am I like this? And this is not cute. This needs to stop. <laughs> you know, it's true. It's crazy. It's true. So we have a lot going on in this world. We got yes. the elections, um, COVID, <laughs> stress on mm -hmm. top of stress. How can we, you know, in these times, not fester into negativity and just stay above it? Okay, so first and foremost, it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be anxious um, about everything that's going on. Because in the end, we are all going through a pandemic. Remember that? Mm -hmm. um, not only just a pandemic, there's social unrest, there's, you know, um, systemic racism is still happening. So there's so much things that are going on. So it's okay for you to be anxious, um, to be afraid. Um, what I would say is that some of this has been exacerbated and mm -hmm. the people that we were used to going to for help, they're experiencing issues as well. So be honest with like the way that you feel. There's no need for you to ignore your feelings. Um, it's okay um, if you're feeling anxious. There are some things that my thing is you may be anxious, but if you ruminate on it, so ruminating is when you are thinking about something repeatedly and you can't let it go. So that's when it's time for you to get help, get support. Mm -hmm. And when I say get help, when you hear get help and you're like, ah, oh, get help, like, I, I got a problem. <laughs> but if I had a um, paper cut or if I had something that happened to me, wouldn't I go and try to get it treated? Or if, if I was not feeling well, if I had a stomach ache that wouldn't go away after a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks, um, because some people, they wait. They don't, you know, they don't go after three days. Sometimes they, they have the pain and they wait. If I have something wrong with me, I would go get help, right? Mm -hmm. Because you want to be well. So in the end, the important, what you want to work on is being well mentally, emotionally. So, I mean, that's a way of staying above it. And you know what's so, like, mm -hmm. what you said, that keyword, get help. You know, sometimes we wait to the last minute, like, when we're like on that breaking point and we're like, you know, it's like, we can't take it no more. Mm -hmm. And it's just that, I don't know why it's so frowned upon to get help. You know, people are scared to, I don't know what's the, what's, what's so scary about getting help. Cause you don't want to be embarrassed. Um, it just, cause you know, mental health is still something that not too many people want to share that mm -hmm. they're getting help with. Um, when it comes to mental health, just the word mental, we forget the health part. Yeah. Right. Once you hear mental, what do you think about? You think crazy. <laughs> right. Right. That word makes me cringe so much. Right. It's just that word mental. It just makes you like, oh, does that mean I'm crazy? No, that yeah. don't mean you're crazy. <laughs> no, it's just the state of your mind. Psychologically, how well are you doing? Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you're doing well. That's so true. Yeah. Pre mm -hmm. The comments are preaching. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, um, I have a lot of therapists in here. Hey. Um, Lynn was saying that there's, this, there's stigma attached to mental health, and there still yeah. is. Even on like movies and shows that you watch, 
um, the way they portray mental health, the way they portray counseling most of the time is in a negative way. Mm-hmm. So it just makes people think twice. Um, and it's sad and they're unable to get the help as soon as they need it. So, mm-hmm. Cause even like, um, I don't know, um, you watch Insecure? Oh, I'm going to be honest. I watched <laughs> one episode. <laughs> so in like her, she but I know was, what we're talking about, yeah. She was going to go get therapy, like, you know, doing that whole therapy. And it's just like, just like you said, the way they made it seem, it's like it was her last resort. And then she kept deflecting, saying, I don't need it. But all the signs was there, like, she did mm-hmm. need it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, look, I think during the last season, I don't, they, they didn't focus on it. But I know, like, the way they portrayed the whole storyline was that she was going to continue to get help because of their friendship. But yeah. I mean, it makes you feel weak, though. Like, it um, does. I'm not making any excuses, but I'm just but saying, it like, some, it just makes you, even as a therapist, it took me a while to go and get help. Believe that or not. It that, took me a while to get help. Yeah. Because there was a quote that I seen someone posting on Facebook, like, saying therapists need therapy, too. We, we do. <laughs> we do. We really do. Especially, like, we're holding space for a lot of people. So you need a place for you to be able to go to and release all of that and deal with your own issues and not, you know, and learn um, how to cope so you don't bring them um, into the sessions because there's something what, that they call a transference. And sometimes you could, um, that can happen, you know, between, um, you could project your own issues on, you know, your clients. So you want to make sure that as a therapist that you do get help as well and you focus on your issues so you can be able to show up um, healed in the sessions That's for true. your clients. Yeah. That's so true. That's crazy. Whew. Boundaries. <laughs> How can we implement them, especially in these times? <laughs> So, I mean, first of all, we have to know what, like, boundaries are. So, you know, with boundaries, that's the guidelines that you set, you know, for other people and how you want people to show up in your life, whether or not you want them to show up in your life. (laughs) Right? So it's kind of like you have a fence. We have fence. We have gates for a reason. We keep Mm -hmm. the good in and we keep the bad out. That's the Mm -hmm. purpose. So that's the purpose of having boundaries and setting boundaries you keep what's healthy for you in and you keep what's unhealthy for you out whether it's people or situations so first things first you need to know what your boundaries are in order to set them you need to know what is it that i'm willing to accept from people what is it that i'm not willing to accept from people um what what triggers me what makes me tick what don't I like um Mm. because for us boundaries are different so you have to know what it is that you like and what you don't like and then learn how to communicate that effectively and I say effectively because we could talk 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 all we want but if you're not using the right words it's going in one ear and out the other that's that's Mm -hmm. and it's like on twitter the infamous Twitter. It's like they were talking about, like some people were saying like boundaries is a technical way of ghosting. Like just where you can just be, (laughs) okay, go ahead. (laughs) Where you can just like say, oh, boundaries, but you're just, you just want to ghost people. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm gonna be biased, okay? Because um, I'm here for it. I've ghosted one person in my life. I have. And I'm not gonna say that it was right because um I was not emotionally mature at that time to be able to communicate my needs to that person. So what? I just stopped talking to that person. Now, I'm not saying that right now, I'm not going back to that relationship because, and it was a long time ago, but I'm not going back to that relationship because it did not serve me well. But I could have gone about it a different way. I could have communicated, hey, I don't like the way you, you know, the way you're treating me. I don't like the way you're talking to me. But again, I, was, I didn't have like the emotional maturity at that time to be able to communicate that. Now, ghosting and boundaries, I mean, I don't think they go hand in hand. Um, I'm still kind of like up in the air when it comes to ghosting because sometimes you want to communicate how you feel to that person, but then they're not going to receive it. Say that again. So, Say that yeah, again. <laughs> sometimes you want to you communicate with the person, but they're not going to receive it or they refuse to receive it. Oh, it's so much all about themselves that no matter how much you're talking, um, they're not even listening. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for me, look, I don't have time for that. I really don't. <laughs> Listen, you want it, you wanted it raw and true, okay? I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh my gosh, no, I'm going to be real with you, you know? Um, I'm not going to sit here and um, try to tiptoe around things or try to stay around while, while I'm, you know, is affecting my health. No. True. So, you know, I can try to speak to you, but if you're the type of person where that person doesn't have the emotional capacity to receive what you have to tell them, what, what, what you going to do? <laughs> Take a blow horn. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... So, it's, you know, it's different. Every situation is different. So I see, like, what you're saying, like, the way they're talking about it, they make a blanket statement. But mm -hmm. you have to look at every relationship, every situation differently. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, I'm just I'm trying to say, you know, hate it. It's so hard to read the count. Like, like, hold oh, on. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like, hold on, wait. So then someone was saying, I believe our mental health, Dean the artist, I believe our mental health links all the way back to slavery. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's yes. trauma. A lot. It's still we're carrying. still experiencing like different forms of slavery to this day. So Ch it's like <laughs> trauma. Inter yeah. Intergenerational trauma is a real thing. It and it affects you. So what happened to your great, great, great grandmother continues to affect you. Um, and it's another thing where you call vicarious trauma. So it, the trauma doesn't have to directly impact you. It did not have to happen to you directly for it to affect you. Talking about trauma, how can we, because we've all experienced some form of trauma, like you stated, mm -hmm. how can we not let it consume us? Because it's, it's hard not to. It's Especially hard. like what's going on, especially with social you're, media. You're right. It is. It's hard. And when you're saying, um, and when I think about the word consume, I think about how it's consuming. Something that consumes you takes a whole. It takes place of everything yes. um, that has to do with you. So first you have to actually be aware of how it's affecting you because 
sometimes we're not aware of it. So it's like paying attention to like our triggers and triggers are just basically things that kind of like affect you. So a trigger could be, okay, you're watching, the news could trigger you. So I would say limit, you know, your consumption. You see, limit your mm -hmm. consumption of certain things. So if it's um, removing certain people from your timeline, I'm not going to say, you know, stop using social media, but you could, you know, you could, you could still, um, you could still uh, manage your social media in a way where your timeline is not flooded with so much news because um, now with social media, a lot of people, they don't have, um, they don't have great decorum, some people, in a sense of, <laughs> in a sense of like what they post. Now, it's your account and you can post whatever you want to post. But some people, like, for example, I would, um, I, I think I was scrolling through somebody's, um, I was scrolling to my timeline. Mm -hmm. And I think I saw, like, somebody in a casket. And I was immediately triggered. Now, for somebody else, that might not be a problem. But for me, it was a problem because I've always had issues with death, okay. my trauma. Mm -hmm. So it immediately affected me. And I was, oh, my goodness. So mm -hmm. what did I do? I didn't unfollow the person because I, at the end of the day, I still respect that person. I could see why they did what they did. But for me, it was triggering. So I kind of like, I think there's a thing where you can like remove that particular post so you don't see it. And I did yeah. that. So it's like where... So that has to do with social media, but overall, even like um, you can't physically unfollow or remove people, but limit your interaction with certain people who trigger you. So me, like me and my friends, like we have this big debate, um, mm -hmm. you know, when it was like um, the killings and all that. And, you know, oh. some people were saying it's okay to post the videos and all that. Some people were saying it's not okay. And I was just saying, it's not okay, just exactly what you were saying, triggering, like, you mm -hmm. know, for someone that has dealt with, the, that, that has lost a loved one in that manner, or just like the quorum, just having yeah. respect out of that family. So it was just like a big thing of like, if I want to show my concern, I was like, just sh um, share the hashtag, the image of the hashtag, but you don't have yeah. to share the actual footage. I agree, because you got to think about the families as well. How has that yes. affected them? How, you know... They're online as well. And then once you post something on the internet, it's going to be there forever. Most of these people, they have children, mm -hmm. you know, um, you don't know how they might get access to that. And it's just being respectful just because the person has passed away. I understand you want to, um, you want to give tribute to that person, but find another way in a respectable way to give tribute to them and to still, you know, um, stand, you know, firm with the cause. Um, but we just have to, like, be intentional. Ask yourself, okay, I'm posting this. What's the purpose? Mm -hmm. What's the purpose of this post? Is it because I'm doing it because everybody's doing it? Or is it because I want to bring awareness? And then you think, okay, who will be triggered by this? I like that. Mm-hmm. My favorite question. Yes. Self-love and self-care. What is the difference? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You sent me. I did my homework on this one. I was like, Because mm. I really never thought about it the way that um, you asked it. Mm-hmm. I never really thought about it. So I was like, man, you know what? There is a difference. 
there is truly a difference between self-love and self-care. So with self-care, we focus on like our physical needs and, you know, different activities that promote the improvement of like your mental, your emotional, and your, and your physical health. But, you know, you can like engage in self-care and still not love yourself. That's why like, I had to think about that. I'm like, I made sure there was a point in my life where I've always made sure that I've gone to all my doctor's appointments and made sure that, you know, physically I'm healthy. But I love myself because I have no, ba- I, I wasn't setting any boundaries with anyone. Um, I wasn't, um, you know, going to therapy to address my traumas. So yeah, I was engaging in self-care activities. I was always getting my nails done, always getting my hair done making sure, you know, I looked good, you know, physically I, I, I was doing well, but I didn't love myself. So when it comes to self-love, it's really being intentional of when, being kind to yourself, mm-hmm. um, accepting yourself for who you are with all flaws, um, respecting yourself, um, only letting people who serve you well around you oh yikes because it's you know as we get like no one gave us this guide of how to be an adult and like go through the motions so Mm -hmm. we have like go through like these traumatic you know experiences and it's just like if I love myself like my tribe and my circle has to reflect that and you know it's just so it's so hard then you have social media that's oh. telling you X, Y, and Z. And you're just like, uh, 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 uh. Like, like what to do, playing the comparison game. Oh, my like, goodness. Billie Jean just bought a house and I'm still, you know, paying rent. It's just, it's just a lot. It's, mm-hmm. ah, it's intense. It's intense. It is. It is. Listen, I fell for that. I fell for that <laughs> for a long time. I sure did. I fell for it for a long time where I was like, I mean, I was inspired by a lot of people, but to the point where I looked at myself and I was like, ugh, like, why can't you be like this person? If you were to, you know, just do this, change this to make it, you know, look like that person, maybe. Then I I came off fake. (laughs) Like, I I was being so fake. I was not myself. Like, I I would look at the person that I was becoming and it was so inauthentic. Like... Like, I was, ooh, disgusted with myself. So, I mean, I always tell people you can be inspired by mm-hmm. others because we're there's so many people, so many dope people out there that we can be inspired with. But truly, at the end of the day, accept yourself. If you need to make any changes, any improvements, of course. Mm-hmm. But you've got to love yourself deep down to the core, who you are. That's true. Mm-hmm. Because even like, you know, even building a brand, you're seeing that brand. You're like, okay, maybe. And that's like the battle like I've been going with. I'm like, and I'm like, you know, F it. I'm just going to do it. Whoever connects, connects. Because I'm not going to madden myself. Listen, (laughs) you have like, and I really like, this is not no cliche, you know, like, you know, I'm trying to make a motivational speech or whatever. No, Mm -hmm. this is real. Like you have like dopeness that's already in you like mm-hmm. when you could see like you know whatever accounts whatever brand that you know you kind of like admire that's mm-hmm. fine you look at the things that you admire and you say you know what how can I make this me 
How can I make this my own? Because the, you don't want to erase who you are. And then, like, you know, um, I've seen that happen, and I kind of look at it, I'm like, dang, if only this person was to see, like, how dope they were, yeah. um, they wouldn't have to, like, get a piece. Eventually, like, it kind of looked like a, like, I don't know if back in, um, back in the day, like, in, like, elementary school or whatever, if you ever did, like, something in art that was, like, paper mache, where yeah. you took, like, a whole bunch of newspaper clippings or whatever, and then you create, like, a, um, you created like an artwork with it, but like when mm -hmm. you look at it, it look, it's a whole bunch of different things together. I mean, it's art, it looks nice, but when you think about it, um, the way that we're talking about it, like it just doesn't mesh, it doesn't no. vibe, it doesn't align. So you're taking mm -hmm. part of this person's brand, you're taking part of that other person's brand, and you putting them all together, it doesn't align. It's like, it's like a cacophony. <laughs> I'm going back to like elementary. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it's relatable. It That's so true. That is mm -hmm. so true. It doesn't. I agree. Yeah. Hmm. So, why is mental health such a taboo, taboo, taboo topic within the African, African American community and then we get down to our Caribbean? Why is it such a taboo topic to talk about? Um, stigma is still there. Although I think we've made a lot of strides um, in the past few years, um, even in the past two years, we've been making a lot of strides. We're bringing a awareness to the importance of um, your mental health. It's still, mm -hmm. um, and then it's like, when it comes to like lack of education, not saying that we're dumb because we're far from dumb, yeah. being dumb, but it's just, um, we were kept away from many resources when it came to um, mental health, even going back to like a lot of trainings that I've been doing and I look and I'm like, okay, why do I only see um, these white psychologists? Like, aren't there any other dope black psychologists out there? Like, it's only like, really? So we've been even, even in the medical field, you know, a lot of resources um, were kept away from us. So that has to do with it. And then, of course, you know, the, you know, you're crazy if <laughs> you address your mental health needs. You know what I mean? Yes. And then, I mean, I'm Haitian, so, <laughs> and a therapist at that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you already know <laughs> the conversations around the dinner table. <laughs> You know, it's it's just crazy because it's like the first thing that comes out of their mouth, ufu, and it's just like, no. Yeah. I'm like, no. I'll be crazy if I don't get help. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You know what I mean? Let's elevate, you know, let's elevate our 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 culture. Let's elevate our community. Let's do yeah. better. Like, when your mental health is um in a state where it's doing well you're healthy it's so much more you can do mm -hmm. that's a, that's a, it's like you know like when your headlights are blurry you can't yes it's just you can't it makes think. you feel so yeah mm -hmm. it makes you feel so light and just free it's like okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. right <laughs> Even, like walking on clouds yes like naturally like you being high <laughs> conquer the world man. exactly like exactly. when you're when you're feeling when you're in a great space mentally 
it's a vibe. <laughs> like, it's a vibe for real. Who like Kong, like Kanye West that song like uh uh-uh, uh you can't tell me nothing. Can't uh-uh. tell me <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Mhm. How do you feel about Kanye West? Um, you know what? <laughs> That I mean, as a- as a as a no, I could answer it and I can't answer it at the mm-hmm. same time. I mean, I don't know too much when it. I'm not, you know, I'm not his therapist, so I don't know mm-hmm. too much about like his mental health needs. So I only see what the media show me. So I think I might pass. <laughs> if he, no, for real, I gotta pass. I gotta like respectfully pass that question because if I answer it, it won't be. It won't be answered well. I got you. And got yeah, you. I don't wanna <laughs> I, I don't wanna disrespect myself and then at the end of the day he's still a human being and I wouldn't wanna disrespect him or anyone who's like um affected by mental health needs. So if he is, you know, going through anything, I just pray he's getting the help that he needs at the end of the day. Got you. Yeah. What are some books you can recommend in regards to mental health? Ooh, and get them. <laughs> So I had them ready. <laughs> so the first one is, um, I don't know if it might be um, backwards, depending on like the face. It's oh, called yeah. Emotional Intelligence. So I'll just read them out loud. Oh. Emotional Intelligence 2.0. That one um, is a book that a great friend of mine recommended a long time ago. Um, I'm still in chapter one because I'm I'm that kind of person who reads five books at a time. <laughs> I cannot. I try, but it's just like no, <laughs> But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay, I do not recommend that. I do not recommend that. Okay, I'm working on it. But yeah, emotional intelligence. The next next one. This one is um the body keeps score. Um, it's really you know, teaching you about, like, trauma and how it affects you. Um, Dr. Van, um, Bessel van der Kolk. He's a psych- renowned psychi- um, psychiatrist who wrote this book. And um, and it's, like, a lot of people recommend it. It's a really, really good book if you want to learn about trauma and how it affects you. Because the body does keep score, believe it or not. In the sense of, like, when you... Um, when you experience trauma, mm-hmm. you can feel it in your body sometimes. Think about like, okay, if you're anxious, you start to like get like a stomach ache. Or if you go around that person, um, like when it comes to like sexual trauma, let's say somebody mm-hmm. goes around that person who did them wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just start to feel like maybe you get a headache, like, you know, your stomach starts to get like in disarray. So yeah, the body does keep um, score mm-hmm. for real. Um, the next one is called relational intelligence, and that's basically um, teaching you how to uh, navigate your relationships like in that. a healthy way, in a healthy way. Okay. This one right here is a dear friend and colleague of mine wrote this, and um, it's a really great book to read, and I recommend it to, like, all my clients. Um, it's called Naked and Transparent. Um, and her name is Vladimir Kalixte, C-A-L-I-X-T-E. Um, books for teens. Yes. Oh my goodness. 
So where is that book? The state, um, I want to make sure I say it correctly. Mm -hmm. The state of black girls, Marlene Francois Madden. I'm not a teenager. I read that book. That book was amazing. Okay. And, um, she did not pay me to say this. Okay. Even though like she is a, a great friend and colleague of mine, but I really respect her. She's like a super dope therapist. And she does a lot of work around black girls. And that book, The State of Black Girls, is a really great book. Oh, my way. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a really great book. Yeah, because I, 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 I like to read, but it's just that sometimes, you know, getting caught up in your phone that I just like deflect. But yeah, I'm gonna check those books out. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Whew. So I know after this episode, I know people are going to want us. How can they get in contact with you? How can they book a session with you? Give us, give us the deets. Okay. So um, I keep like a limited amount of clients that I see, but um, I, I do see clients who are residents of Florida. Mm-hmm. I see them all virtually right now. Um, it used to be like hybrid in office physically and um, virtually. But now ever since what happened, you know, what's going on with the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, I've gone to 100% virtual. Um, so what I do is prior to seeing me, I make sure that I do like a consultation with the um prospective client to make sure that we are a good fit for each other (laughs) so you may be seeing me right now you're like oh my gosh you know it seemed like you know i might want to work with her and then like after a couple of sessions like man i don't think she helped me (laughs) so i don't take it personal i say listen i want you to be able to you want to work with somebody it's you're, you're you're dealing with your emotional needs and the heart you want to be work with somebody who you feel comfortable with, That's who true. you feel emotionally safe with and psychologically safe with. So, um, but yeah, but in order to like to book a session, um, you can go on the website, um, soundmindwellness.com and you'll be able to, you know, speak to my intake specialist, you know, she'll ask you a couple of questions, um, just to make sure that, um, you know, I'm the best person to help you mm-hmm. um, because I don't work. I don't work with just everyone. And I mean, when it comes to like my specialties, I keep them down to three and it's anxiety, depression and trauma. And I only work with women. Hey, I like yeah. That. And I only work with women. I focus on like all things women's mental health. Do you accept insurance and um, or self-pay? They can, is it both? I accept one insurance. So I accept Cigna insurance and the self-pay rate is 125 per session for a 45-minute session. Um, I share this. Not many people share it for different reasons, but I share it because it's public knowledge. I put it on my website because mm-hmm. I don't want to um, blindside anyone. I want you yeah. to be able to make an, uh, you know, like an educated financial decision yeah. um, for yourself. Um, yeah. There are times where I'm able to do sliding scale, but I have like limited slots as well um, when it comes to that. 
But yeah, and then also if I'm not the right therapist for you, um, I provide uh, referrals. I'm not stingy. That is so, so beautiful. I, yeah, beautiful. I'm always calling like I'm always calling my um friend. I'm like, are you accepting anybody? Like, let me know what your specialties are because if somebody calls me, I'm not gonna like oh, I'm gonna hoard it for myself. And in the end, I'm not giving you know you're not getting the help that you need because I don't want to share. So I'm true. big on referrals. Oh, true. I like mm-hmm. that. Do you know any male therapists? Because I know there is some men in here, and I know that um, someone's asking me if you knew any male therapists. Um, I do. It depends on where, mm-hmm. um, where specifically. I have a lot of um, male therapists that I follow, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of like stalk him in a way where I'm like, okay, I want to <laughs> make sure that the work that you say that you're doing aligns. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> well what you're doing like what you say aligns with the work that you're actually doing you know yeah it's true um so but i do have a few i can send them to you okay um i have someone i'm working with right now specifically um he's an um mental health intern of mine um yeah and he's super dope as well i'm not saying it because, because <laughs> it's him <laughs> If I say you're dope, you're dope. Hey, <laughs> period. Daddy. The you stamp. <laughs> so yeah, I like that. But I could send those to you, and then like you could share it with um, whoever okay. needs it. I appreciate this. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, it's so crazy. Like these past lives, they've just been very informative and free, and are just like like the feedback that I get. Like, oh my god, thank you for this. And I know mental health is such like a big thing. As much as we we don't like to admit it. It, it like it affects how we live our lives it know? really does it really really does like it affects like the state of your mental health like it really affects how you view not only yourself but how you view the world like how you view other people like if you're if you're like emotionally unstable there there are some sometimes you might look at some like here's one thing trauma right trauma kind of like unhealed trauma unresolved trauma yeah let me make sure i say that unresolved trauma kind of like skews our view and our perception because i don't know like if you've ever known someone who kind of like said you did something to them or you said something and it was intention like what you talking about like no that's not what I said. That's not, yeah. that's not what I meant. But you don't know what that... I always say, you know what? You don't know what that person has gone through or what they're going through. So it kind of like clouds your mind. So again, like you said, it's really important that we do focus on the state. And I say the state because like the state of our mental health, just like our physical health. Okay. And it's all one at the end. And it, it, your mental health can't affect your physical health. It can't. Yes, they can. can. Yeah. I didn't believe that until, like, mm-hmm. I started working in treatment. I was just like, oh, my God. And when they check, when, like, when they, after, like, their 30, 90 days, how they think, how they look, you it's know, so it's different. just beautiful. I'm just like, wow. Right? And you know what? You are doing amazing work, okay? When it comes to, like, the substance abuse population, like, they, like, everybody needs help. But, like, you know, it takes somebody really great to work with um, that population. And I- I'm happy that you're in it. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, for real, for real. Because it's, it's, it's hard, ever, I know. Yeah, you, like, when I used to live in Baltimore, I used to work mm-hmm. in, at the methadone clinic, and it was just like, I'm like, why are you doing this? But it's yeah. mental health. It stems it down is. from It is. It is. You know, a lot of, a lot of, it, and it, it could be heavy drugs, heavy-duty drugs, or, like, you know, some people, they, they pop pills. Cause sometimes people, like, they um, self-medicate because mm-hmm. you don't know what they're trying to run away from. Amen. You don't know the pain that they are. Uh, and I'm not saying that go ahead and do it, but, you know, it's just, you know, talking about the things that kind of make us do the things that we do. That's true. Um, you know, a lot of people are addicted to a lot of different things. True. Mm-hmm. We do. So, yeah. Oh, we did good on time. It's yes, we did. <laughs> Who Instagram? Yes, we did. You did not win this one. <laughs> yes, you did. This was super dope, though. I know. I like it. You know what was crazy? I was telling my boyfriend. He's the one that like mm-hmm. did the whole books thing. Um, AJ Quay. And I was telling oh. him, I was like, I want to do like a little retreat, like have like a, a therapist, like um that Ooh. picture that I posted. With the pompous grass, that would be like such mm-hmm. a nice, intimate vibe. It would. Oh, I'm planning because this was. I I feel good. Oh, do no, this it. Is really good. I, I like really this. do. I'm sorry if I'm kind of like you know vibing. That's just I'm not high. <laughs> I don't do drugs. <laughs> Hold on, wait. I'm just. I'm just like really like like just. I'm just at a point in my life where. <sighs> I, I'm just vibing, like positivity. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying you know, because I know there's a lot of things when it comes to like toxic positivity. Yeah. Where you don't want to like, and um, everything's gonna be alright. Sometimes everything's not gonna be alright for the moment. Um, but I just, if it doesn't serve me well, stay outside the gate. We could talk. <laughs> we could talk to the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't come in. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> sorry. No. God. Yeah. All right. So I know probably tonight this will be up and I'm going to email you everything. And then tomorrow I'm going to make this into audio form. So I'm going to post it on the podcast and I'll nice. email you because I know the file is so large. It's not going to go through the DM. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just tag you and everything. Yeah. But I want to thank you so much. I really thank do. you for having me. Anytime, anytime. We could do this. Any any topic or something, if you wanted, we can do this again because I really liked it. Oh, we definitely will. Like, <laughs> and then you'll get everything ahead of you'll get everything on time. <laughs> you just caught me in a space where I was like I feel you. <laughs> I had no boundaries with it because I just accepting clients, accepting clients. <laughs> I'm like, I know I gotta send it to her. I know I gotta send it to her. But I have stabilized everything now. So, yeah. Can't wait. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in. We appreciate you guys, women and men, because you guys came respectfully. Yeah. We appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. You have a beautiful night. And I hope you pass it to us. Oh, thank you. You remember it. Yes, because I knew that you were just like, hold on, let me study. And I was like, I got you. Yeah. Thank you. You, I hope everyone has a good night, and I hope you have a good night as well. Alrighty. Bye.